Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the DJ Sessions Presents the Virtual Sessions. I'm your host, Darren, and right now I'm in the virtual studios in Seattle, Washington, and coming in all the way from Cambridge, Ontario, we have BB on the show today. BB, how you doing? Very good, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, little technical difficulties always stokes the fire. It's all right. It happens. It happens, buddy. It happens. It's okay. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us on the DJ sessions today. It's a pleasure to have you here. And uh, we're going to just jump right into things. Um, you know, you've been you've been uh, DJing for quite some time now, correct? That's correct, sir. Yeah. Um, it's all started since like 1995 as a pro, as in clubs. But I used to DJ before that when I was a little kid in school. And that's how it started. It started like in grade 10 or something. You know, doing proms and graduations and stuff like that. And, you know, and the music kept still inside me everywhere I go. So that's, and I decided that's all I want to do when I, you know, when I grow up. And, <laughs> you know, and yeah, and that was it. I mean, you know, as they, as they say, music in the blood, and that's how they, and that's how and it all started. You know what defines the term DJ for you? Well, sorry, what do you mean by? Oh, what, 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 what is the definition of a DJ in your words? Uh, Most people know that, that it stands for you know originally disc jockey, but now there aren't really discs played anymore, which is another <laughs> record. So. You know, should it be called, you know, a flash jockey or a jump drive jockey or a JJ or a, you know, should, has the, should the definition of the DJ, should it change or is it still the, the nostalgic? No, that's idea? right. Completely changed, completely changed a lot, which is uh, like, you know, uh, yeah, that, that's why I was, uh, yeah, I was, that's part of the technology, you know what I mean? So back in the day, I mean, personally, I started with tapes. Uh, I was I was influenced by some radio shows back in the day from Pete Tong and 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 Judd Jules on Radio One, and I was I was I was just about maybe sixteen years old, and and, and I used to listen to those mixes, and and then I grew up in Dubai, which is like it's pretty hard to collect records and and get equipments, basically, like. Like my dad used to used to had a little course in Germany, and that's what I got my first turntables from, from Germany. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, back in the day, yeah, I, I started with like mixing tapes. Like I had two tape recorders and just mixing <laughs> mixing tapes basically you know and i was focusing on my ear and i played this track and 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 i and i you know i dig around and i see what what's what's per what's you know what's close to you know the beat because you know in tapes you don't have like a you know a pitch control you can't adjust the speed in it so it was it was really yeah uh so yeah that's uh that's how I, how it started and then then i got my first string tables and then then yeah and i start collecting music and uh, and records and and yeah uh 
and nowadays it's like as you said you can <laughs> you, you 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 can perform with two like with two usbs and you know like back in the day you you carrying two two uh flight cases of full of records which is like you know pretty heavy and and now it's pretty easy to to you know to fly and perform and and you know is there and 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 basically when it, even though in the performance there's like back in the day you we had maybe a little effects that you know can we can you know do a little tweaking while we perform and stuff like that as well if you had like synthesizers or a drum uh, drum box from Roland or stuff like that. If you want to extend your, you know, your DJ setup, you can back in the day. But yeah, where I grew up, it just two trend tables and a mixer, and I was, you know, good to go. And uh, and yeah, nowadays is like uh, you got too many features in one CD in, in one CD players. It does all the tricks for you and. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's pretty easy, you know, to DJ nowadays is uh, because of the syncing and you know, uh, yeah. Uh, back in the day, as I said, we used to like the ear. If you don't have the ears, then forget about it. You know what I mean? Like you can't really mix if you don't have the ear. So. Uh, but now, yeah, it's completely, completely different, man. You know, technology, and we, it is what it is, and we have to live with it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. But uh, but but yeah, when it comes to me now, it's still like when I, when it comes to performing, I still prefer uh, two turntables and a two CD players, and you know, and me is me. It you know, I don't really. DJ on computers or I don't because uh, you just faced a lot of technical problems and and I've DJs with many big artists that had a last minute technical problem with the computers and I was like you know what I don't believe in it um, I started I started manual you know with my hands I like I like moving things around and you know touching this touching that you know this record I, I like that i like keeping myself my hands busy you know what i mean and not just clicking buttons what do so, you what do you consider the biggest break that launched your dj career uh, uh, you said 1995 was when you kind of started yeah, getting out I, there, right? I started i started like in a lot of club and uh and after a few years later um there was an australian promoter that he he was well connected with like abitha and london and and i was i was young back in the day and and he came that, that and that particular club that i used to work for he, he used to be one and only electronic club in Dubai it was called NRG and it was downtown Dubai. Dubai back in the day was completely desert. It's not Dubai like used to, like 
the way you see it right now. It uh-huh. was, yeah, it was. It, Dubai started developing in the in the early '90s, but before that, it was completely nothing. Like as I said, it was really hard to to get vinyls. It was really hard to, uh, you know, they were they weren't advanced on like technology, like on turntables. They weren't believing like bothered to you know selling turntables for example in dubai because nobody nobody's gonna like buy them you know what i mean so there was nothing not even mixers nothing so uh so all that little thing like the musical stuff you start seeing it like in the early 90s but before that there was nothing you have to import or you have to know somebody to get you whatever you need from overseas or otherwise you know you have to fly and get it yourself but uh, uh yeah uh so that particular promoter loved me so <laughs> and uh and i signed a contract with him and i used to tour with him and he he hooked me up with like as i said my what i used to listen to Pete Tong, Essential Mix, and Jaw uh, Jules and the Radio One, and and after a few, few years or three years later, I'm the, I'm open up for those guys. What, a, what was a really great feeling, and I and I if, if this guy is listening right now, I salute him. And I, yeah, we we last time talked, which is like five years ago, uh, but yeah, I don't know what he's doing right now, but yeah, things got changed after COVID. You know, a lot of promoters uh, left the business. A lot of clubs, a lot of clubs got a chance to shut down and never, you know, they haven't started anything after that. And and that's what affect me personally. You know, I had my old, you know, my old crew and basically most of them, you know, got married or who got kids throughout COVID and, left completely the business and that's why i'm trying now to you know start start all over again and you know hopefully i'll get the right promoter you know because it's all about who you know now nowadays you know what i mean yeah out of out of all of that yeah out of all of that what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given uh my biggest advice is like just be yourself and 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 don't be a fake and don't like make your own signature like in like keep doing mixes keep doing music and and everything else like if you're after fame and money forget (laughs) it forget it because there's no money now and like let's let's be realistic there's there's no money in production. Production might is gonna give you exposure, like if you if you if you if you uh, produce few hits and if you signed up with a big label, here we go. You would get the chance to DJ in their label party, you know, and their brand because they will do like I have a brand in uh, Amnesia. They have a brand in Space Miami. You know what I mean? Like uh, Solid Grooves. Nowadays, they, they're booming, you know what I mean, uh, in the past uh, five years. And they got, a, like, a, 
a big residency in Circle Loco, DC. So it's 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 really it's really important like to to push yourself and like with what you love. You know what I mean? And I see unfortunately is a lot of uh, a lot of fake like it's like a lot of promoters are after like how many clicks he this guy have how many followers this guys have and and i i don't know like you will see like this guy have no background in music nothing at all but he just buying clicks you know just to get you know somewhere to get booked and whatever and when he get booked it's embarrassing you know and uh, and so basically a lot of promoters are not really you know unfortunately i don't know especially electronic music now is going to a really sad direction like i don't know man it's it's uh, as i said uh, uh social media changed uh <laughs> yeah it changed a lot of things like like now uh, most of the djs like uh, uh as i said they they really care about how many followers and they wanna how many clicks and all that uh, um yeah, it's, I think it's not it's not about talent anymore. Like if I like for me personally, if I have something, I will share it to the world. If I have a set online, I will share it to the world. If I have a piece of music, I will share it to the world. Not every five minutes I have to stress out. Oh, what do I have to post? In, in like after five minutes, right? Like every five minutes I have to post something, which is yeah that's what instagram said oh it's gonna increase your followers and reads and all that crap but come on where's the music that's it's taking off a lot of i don't know uh, another direction another it's not about music anymore it's not about talent anymore you know what i mean like uh, there's a lot of kids nowadays they work on one pet mashup for example for like 10 days and within once one minute, oh, blah, 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 blah. they do that mashup live, and they get like a hundred thousand clicks on it, likes. All right, but come and do it live, da. You know what I mean? Come and put them in two hours set. Yeah. You know what I mean? What I'm trying to say so, is like, yeah. Do you think that you know at nightclubs and other dance events? Should people look at the DJs like they're rock stars, or would it be more fun if the DJs were just more slightly and more anonymous and just part of the bigger event? Like back in the day when I went to nightclubs, you didn't really see the DJ up on the stage. Right. Yeah. The DJ was up off of the corner in a booth somewhere spinning. That's they right. could see the dance floor. That's correct. But you didn't like look up to the DJ and go, ah, unless you knew. You know, you might say, what's that person doing up there going like this? Because you wouldn't see the decks. You wouldn't see him playing on the turntables. One moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I got off Toronto, because you hear that every five minutes, man. It's like New York, you know what I mean? Every five minutes you hear the ambulance going. Yeah. 
I was recently listening to one of my past interviews the other day where I was being interviewed and yeah. I heard one of the ambulance or police cars go by and I went, oh my gosh, is that how loud it is when I'm doing this? <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, but no, I mean, you know, the DJs weren't always the focal point of the event or put right on the stage of the event until later they started saying, let's put the DJ on the stage like a, like a band. Now a band was on the stage because you were watching the band play, but you know, do you think it would be better if DJs went back to being, I don't, I don't think we could ever go backwards to that nowadays. No, without no. And guess what? Is it, trauma it is. That technology is going to get worse and worse in my opinion. <laughs> no, yeah. trust me. There's a point of like, basically there is someone out there you're gonna is gonna create your track you know what i mean that's how it is that's that i think that's how it's gonna go it's not like forget about studio forget it that that's all it's gonna go there is something in the cloud something a robot out there you're gonna send them something what do you want and he's gonna send it back to you that's what i believe you mean like you know, AI generated artwork? AI kind of thing, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right on. You know, what I, I mean? think I think that's already. I think it's already in R. Personally, I believe it's already in R and D. Yeah, it's already yeah. going to come out with. I mean, what you're seeing now with AI art coming out, where I can type in six words and say, "Did it?" and it goes and makes me this painting, makes me this artwork. That's going to be very yeah. easily to do with music. I'm going to say, give me Tech House. It's going to make me something. <clears throat> I can just say, I could say Tech House or I could say House. In these genres, somebody's going to load the different genres of in. That's and it's gonna, and, it's, and somebody's going to say, I want to make a side trance house techno beat. And it's <laughs> put it all together. <laughs> and they're going to put it in a beat port. And they're going to be like, I made that. And that's my track. And, and I think that is that is definitely coming down the line. Or even yeah. I want a set list and I want a tech house set list and it's going to perfectly beat match everything together, knowing right when the cue points should be for that. And you're going to go, boom, there's my two-hour set and I don't even have to curate it or do anything. That's I think right. that's definitely it's, on it's the set. It's set. It, it's there. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. You know, yeah. what does that mean for events and, and nightclubs? Of of you're right with people performing, or or it might even, it might not even be in the cloud or out there, but it might be a piece of gear that comes out and you load all your music into it, and then you literally are just pressing a play button, saying these are the tracks I've curated. It's happening, but it's doing all the work for it's you. It's happening. That's why you see most oh. DJs they dance for four minutes. You see DJs, like for me personally, I'm focusing on what's in there. And and there's a connection. If there is a connect, it's got to be a connection, man. Like like for me, basically, I don't play the same set. If I booked, if for example, if I booked, if I'm booked today in this particular club, tomorrow I won't play the same what I played today. Never, never, ever. Every club for me, like it's it's got its own vibe. It's got its own like even timing. Music for me, it's timing. Like. If I booked in a sunset on a, on a 60-ish, 70-ish, there's a particular music for that. If I'm booked 4 a.m. in the morning, there's another after hours, you know. 
another another vibe, another story, another yeah. That's that's for me. But unfortunately, now a lot of big DJs, big DJs, you hear them here and there. They play the same. I, I mean, I know that that's right. one of the reasons why you'll see on a writer that a DJ doesn't want their set recorded or live streamed is yeah. because yeah. they are playing the same set or similar tracks yeah. Yeah. in yeah. each city over yeah. and over again. I mean, some over DJs, they'll plan, I've, I've seen, I've been in the green room with them and they're literally putting together their set list right there in the green room yeah. to yeah. play. Yeah. Some yeah. will be like, this is what I'm trying to work out. This is what I want yeah. to do. This is my sound. And it's kind of a canned process. And if somebody goes on, they're worried that if that got up to, you know, online somehow or got up there that people might not attend the show or might say, hey, I watched this set from last night in Seattle. I'm not going to go to the show in Portland because I know what he's going to, I know what they're, they're going to play. Um, so it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't like this back in the day, sir. It wasn't no. like this back in the day, Darren. Back in the day, oh my gosh, man. Back in the day, we had followers following, like, you know, because they know for a fact each every night is going to be a spectacular. Every night is going to be a new music, you know? Yeah. So go on. What do you want to say? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you now you, you've gotten into producing as well. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. What point of your career did you decide to start producing music? Was that at the same time you started going DJing in 95? That's correct. Yeah, I, I produced my first track. I think in 99 or 2000, you know, I started learning how the, 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 the principle of music and how to create a track. And, you know, it wasn't easy for me. You know, I, everything never taught me nothing. You know, uh, I got this particular program, which is Reason, my first production software which was reason and and yeah reason back in the uh, i mean reason one of the complicated i don't know if one of you guys pretty familiar with reason it's like it's all yeah. about wiring and all that and creation and you add in this you add in that and and yeah it's a lot of it's complicated so uh so yeah um and back in the day i was I was young. I loved that energy, you know. And and in the nineties, trance music was 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 big. Was was I mean that was the number one genre, you can say. And that's where I grew up. Uh, you know, I had many influences. Like like I loved I loved Plastic Man, Richie Mr. Richie Houghton, you know. I loved his techno, but his uh, his techno, like back in the day, if I played that particular kind of techno, people, they're going to be like, oh, you know, especially in Dubai, because there was no, if you know what I mean, there's no drugs, you know what I mean? It was pretty, it's really strict city, you know, you can't even, till now, it's pretty strict, you know, even big artists, when they go to Dubai, they behave themselves, they can't <laughs> fuck around. No, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, uh, uh, so I started, and so I started this kind of the techno kind of punch with the trance elements in it, and I, yeah, and I created 
couple tracks here and there for you know but uh, yeah i think i started um i released my first track in 99 or 2000 yeah and uh and uh and over the years my sound changed of course and you know i don't do trials anymore <laughs> yeah i'm a more like I, I like improvising so i go for let's say from progressive house tech house and and, and i go with it with a night i go like i go from bottom to up it depends on the night yeah right like I read the crowd and I and I see the crowd what they want. You know what I mean. So yeah, it, it could be a techno, it could be a tech house, and it could be a progressive house. You know, or a, a little bit of Afro in there with this little bit of bongos and you know percussion. People like that with some classic uh, vocals. Surprise, you know, I surprise them with a with a really classic vocal in between your set. I like that. You know, and when when you would travel and go on tour, were you surprised when you would go to a country and and people would actually know your music, your specific music that you made? Would that Uh, be a surprise to you? Of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I squeeze in a couple of my tracks and I see the reaction of of the crowd, then I, yeah. of course, it feels so it feels so good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and when you visited these countries, did you yeah. take time to explore the culture of those countries? And did that have any influence on your production, or you know, you as an artist coming back when you would come back home? Yes, sir. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so. Uh, so for me, yeah, I like uh, I'm a more of a nature guy. So I had, so yeah, I used to go like visit like some uh, uh, tropical places, and and when I go, I get little influenced, but and I have a little note comes in, you know, and I go back home, and I, you know, and I try, and I it sticks in my mind. You know, for a little bit, and then when I go back home and I memorize it again, and I, you know, and write it and play it, record it, and boom, you know, and make a track out of it. So yeah, of course, when I it's it helps a lot when you when you go out and and visit places and talk to people, like as an artist for me, like sticking in a, in a studio twenty four hours, it's not good for your mental health. Eh? You know what I mean? No, really. Like you know, you'll be you're gonna get stressed. You're gonna you gonna uh, some projects. You're gonna have few obstacles and few projects. No, just give yourself a time. Don't push yourself that hard. Even when it comes to performing, you know, I see a lot of artists nowadays. They they have a fully, fully, fully booked schedule. You know, I don't know how they do it flying to country to country every day but uh yeah i'm totally against that you know what i mean so uh because yeah i mean it's, it's traveling is stress man it's, it's stressful like nowadays it's like you know to go through airports and all those 
you know security checks and stuff like that it's yeah it's not easy it's pretty yeah it's pretty stressful so i don't know how they do it to be honest with you but say uh, yeah i mean my advice is like yeah if you're uh, i mean personally when i yeah when i was a little kid i, I was busy yeah wednesday which is like used to be the students night back in london uk you know yeah, all the students in the streets from bar to bar and yeah it was busy so the party was used to start from wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday monday after hours and yeah monday night you're you're in bed and you start you recover for one day and you start partying again so yeah back yeah. in the day is different and and my age is like yeah uh, age matters you know i'm 45 now and yeah I try not to party hard, you know. Well, you know. you know, I'm glad you talked about the stresses of traveling and partying too hard and taking time to take a breather because when you're not making music and you're not DJing, what do you do to relax and enjoy life? Uh, for me, since uh, for me, um, uh, I take my dogs out. Uh, I love, uh, yeah, I love, I love walk, like go for hikes around the trails. I love take them for a swim. Go for my sw go for a swim. Uh, yeah, explore explore the nature. Yeah, I love to go out and yeah and uh, yeah. I'm busy, kind of, you know, like with other things, not just music, basically. You know what I mean? So. Uh, uh yeah <laughs> I, i'm trying to read your shirt there and it says happy oh, father's day thanks yeah. for picking up our poop and all the stuff uh, oh are those your dogs that's my dog <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see that one coming I didn't know that at all. Awesome. what are their names uh me and major me and major awesome uh, german yeah. shepherds German Shepherds, yeah. yeah right yeah. on, awesome. Yeah, um, do, they, yeah. do they get to kick it with you in the studio? Do they get to sit by you and hang out in the studio? When oh, they love, they, yeah, they don't leave my side, buddy. Yeah, nice. you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. And speaking yeah. of working in the studio, you have an EP in the works, correct? That's correct. That's coming up with a uh, with really good friend of mine. She's Middle Eastern, and uh, she sings in Arabic. Where okay. it looks, you know, it's... Uh, and she's got that a long opera kind of very spiritual, let's say, very spiritual voice. And awesome. I was obsessed with her voice, you know what I mean? So I messaged her like uh, throughout COVID. And I told her, you know, I mean, it's, let's work on, I, I love your voice. And you know me, and you know me as, as, as BB, you know what I mean? So she's like, yeah, I love your music. And I was like, yeah, I love your voice too. So I was like, you know what? Let's work. Let's work on something. You know what I mean? So yeah, she sent me a couple of uh, a bunch of her, you know, uh, her her lyrics and, uh, and and yeah, I start writing, man. I start writing music and 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 an EP with two tracks coming up, hopefully mid October. Awesome. So, yeah. It's gonna be available everywhere: Beatport, Spotify, you name it, Apple, the usual. 
Congratulations yeah. on that. I know. Oh, we're, thank, we're, you, thank you, Darren. We're, thank you. We're looking at starting. We're looking at starting our own label here at the DJ sessions next oh, year. Nice. Oh, so nice. that's going to be a very interesting project um, because I feel like I was just talking to a, a, a producer label owner uh, right before this interview, Haas, and you know the it's progression. Like, oh, that you yeah, started, I yeah, I started out with just you know wanting to do a live streaming show. And then, you know, as it grew, we started to become more of a little bit of a news outlet. And as the website grew, we started talking about doing a label and, you know, and adding on these other additional components to, um, to everything. And it just kind of, uh, you know, it just keeps growing and growing and growing and manifesting really? something bigger and bigger and bigger, which is awesome. So this label portion of it is going to be very interesting because, we got to determine the sound we want to go after. Are we doing internal productions? Are we taking submissions, you know, and who are we going to work with? Who are they going to be established? You know, are we going to work with completely no name artists or are we going to play the social media route and say, you have to you know, meet this matrix in order for us to know, you know, what we're going to do to promote an artist. And, you know, because it's just going to be a very interesting add on to what we're doing. I'm super excited. And, for and it. it's not easy. Right? It's yeah, a, it's not easy at all, right? Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, and no, so we, yeah. we have, I, I have some help with some people that are helping me to start the label. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you uh, do. I wouldn't be just taking this out and saying, I'm going to do it myself. No, <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure you've got a good backup, mate. Yeah, I'm so, sure yeah it'll be, it'll be yeah. interesting there. You're going to um, be fine. You're going to be okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're really excited for the partnerships we've been working on over 2022 and 2023 to move things forward. Uh, and speaking of live streaming shows or, or, or podcast shows, you do a show called The Fix. Tell That's us right. about The Fix. Oh, The Fix. Oh, The Fix. Oh. Um, all right. Um, I immigrated like. I immigrated to Jordan, Middle East, in 2004 because of my dad's condition, health condition. And uh, so I had to establish something in Jordan. So I went around Jordan. There's nothing going on. And I'm like, you know, there's nothing, completely nothing going on. There's no, like, you know, house music parties and sh stuff like that so so i started my own nights in few bars around amanda which is the capital of jordan and it went bananas the the, the people loved it you know and uh, established a little brand for me like in a night scene and then i proposed one of the big, one of the biggest radio stations in radio in Jordan to promote my music, to promote this kind of music and educate the people. What's this? What's that? What's that? So I had five hours live show every Friday night. Kicks wow. in. Yeah. Five hours live. Mixing live. Was that talk, did you did you talk while you were mixing and explain no, what was going on or just no, just, strictly just strictly music just strictly mixing? So basically, I had the first, I think, two hours. Back in the day, it was electro electro house, electronica electro house. 
so that kind of genre that I used to start it with, and then progressive, more of an underground, darker kind of sound for another hour, hour and a half. And the last two hours used to be trance, like bam, 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 bam. So, so for quite some time, people loved it. Like people, uh, yeah, start talking about it in country. So, so every every night, I throw a party around the around the uh, around the kingdom. You know, it used to be really busy, and yeah, people used to have a really good time about it. Yeah, so uh, so that show used to be called the Fix. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, and sticked with me since 2014 now. And uh, sorry, I, the episode went up like to 400, blah blah blah, down in the radio. But yeah, when I when I immigrated to Canada, you know, I, I, I because yeah, I, I I changed kind of the brand because you know you know when in radio there's a lot of sponsors you gotta mention those sponsors and your brand and stuff like that so when i immigrated to canada it's like all changed so i had to re you know recreate my my brand around here so yeah so that's how the fix all started it started in uh, one of the radio stations in in jordan and it was it was a huge i had fans from all around the middle east because yeah because you jordan the middle east kind of Size, size of Toronto, man. It's the, the, the whole Middle East. Yeah, the whole Middle East. You know, you got Jordan, you got Lebanon, you got, you know, Syria, you got Palestine, and, you know, it's, it's, it's all, it's all like in, uh, so when we, we used to bro broadcast, a lot of people from other countries used to, you know, used to catch it, like catch the frequency while they drive in and that. So, so yeah, so that's what's the fun part, like because a lot of people back in Jordan, like they don't like to go out in clubs or whatever. They like to for like for a road trip or something. So they used to do a lot of road trips while I'm playing on radio. I I used to get a lot of feedbacks. Oh, thank you. We are like driving to this far, and thank you for playing this. Blah, blah. So it was nice. That it was I was getting a nice feedback when I was used to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking a little bit before the show, and and you made us an exclusive mix for the DJ sessions, and thank you for that. Well, you're and, welcome. You, know, you 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 went and made a, a two hour mix, and you know back in the day we used to make we used to do our shows for four hours. We put four DJs on. But each one of those episodes would be only an hour-long mix. And it wasn't until about a couple years ago that I started doing two-hour mixes with all the DJs. Uh, they just felt it gave them a lot more freedom, a lot more time to tell the story uh, of what they want to do. I totally agree. Yeah. Even even now in festivals, you see a lot of – you see a 20 names in a lineup, and all of them, they get a one hour, 40 minutes. And trust me, they're not happy about it. They would love to do two hours and three hours, but yeah, it is what it is, man. You know. <laughs> do do your do your neighbors ever complain about your music? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to keep it minimal here, but you know, that's why I can't mix and master here. 
Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quali qualified yet. I, I can't see myself because when I when I finish a project, I like to I like to have another a second opinion about my track, you know. So when I send my track to electronic mixing and mastering engineer, when I get his opinion on my track and work on my track, yeah, I, I pay him. Everything costs money, right? So, so yeah, I usually, uh, I usually, yeah, send uh, my stuff. I work on my headphones. I create the whole thing, uh, all the headphones, you know, and uh, yeah. And I've got those two big, the big buggers, you know. So I make it a little bit loud, 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 you know, make it, make it reasonable, not too loud, reasonable, the reasonable volume. Yeah, I listen to what I did, and then, uh, I, as I said, I send the final work to my uh, to my engineer. Yeah, for mixing and mastering, and then a release. You know what I mean? So yeah. How many tracks do you end up producing in a month, and and how many end up getting released? Ah, uh, I'm not an active producer, but hopefully I will. Like, uh, usually I'm free, or I'm more free in the winter than summer. Yeah, summer nowadays I have. Yeah, uh, I DJ in after hours. I DJ a lot of private. You know, my age they don't go to clubs anymore since COVID started. So. They do like a 40 to 100 people backyard kind of house party, you know. And, yeah, I love to DJ those guys. Those guys are really good at vibe, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So that's what uh, – in the winter, it slows down. So in the winter, I have more time to sit down and make music and finish projects, you know, previous projects and stuff like that, yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, I'm not an active. I don't. There's a lot of producers that they release at least two tracks a month nowadays, right? But uh, no, I'm usually let's say four tracks a year. I try, you know. My 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 last uh, my last uh, release was uh, let's say 20, 2020, 21 was in gem like uh, end of December of twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was called Muskoka because I went to this place which is Muskoka, Ontario, and it's 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 spectacular. So I was there for a week. I had my laptop, my headphones. And I start writing music, and I called my uh, yeah, I called one of my tracks Meskoka, and yeah, and and I think it did well. Like people liked it, and yeah. And when you don't listen to dance music, what do you listen to? Uh, I love music, so I listen to classic rock. Uh, a lot of uh, in the morning, early morning, I like New Age, which is the ambient, you know, just ambient. I like opera sometimes. After hours, when I when I'm back home from for from an after hours or something, I turn on an opera, 
just to relax me, to calm me down. You know, I like those long voices. I like that. So yeah, I love music in general, man. I love, uh, I love the old hip hop. You know, I grew up in like old school Snoop Dogg and Dre, Nine One One, you know, Tiddy Rally and all those guys and R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So I love, I love reggae. I'll, you know, reggae. Give me a reggae anytime. I love it. You know. So yeah. I love music in general. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any um, podcasts or live stream or radio shows that you regularly listen to? Uh, no, not really. I don't have a time for it now. No, <laughs> no, no. Like, uh, yeah. So basically, either I'm producing or I'm busy with my dogs. You know, I've got two shepherds. They're high temperament dogs, man. They, they, yeah. They need to go out eh, like four times a day. So, so yeah. So usually my dogs are my killing my most most of my day. So yeah, uh, music and uh, uh, <laughs> this is it. So yeah, I'm like I hear you. awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say to our DJ sessions fans before we let you go? Uh Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, like, first of all. And, uh, and uh, please enjoy my two hours DJ mix uh, at the DJ sessions. I don't know when it's going to be broadcasted. When oh, it'll be live on our site. We'll get it in rotation as well on our oh, live stream. Nice, nice. so, yeah, you guys enjoy that. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, all the best and good luck to you. And, uh, you. you know what I mean? And it's a small world. Hopefully, we'll meet, we'll meet somewhere in the club or something, you know? Absolutely. Well, where can people find out more information about you and what you're up to? Where's the best place uh, for people? You can check my all, like my Instagram at bbofficial. Or uh, that's right. Thank you. And or, or Facebook, which is bbofficial page. Awesome. Just type in bb. BB will pop up, you know? Here we are. <laughs> Well, it was a pleasure having you on the show. We definitely Thank look you. forward to following up with you as Thank a promise every six months. We want to stay in Thank touch you with you, find out what you're up to, and uh, we'll be we'll be taking a little bit of a break here in October. We have a festival we're going to cover, and nice. then we're going to a we're going to ADE this year for our first time. Nice. So we're really excited nice. to go nice. overseas to Amsterdam and have some fun there. But we still got to oh, make no. it to the Ontario area here, Toronto. How far is Cambridge from Toronto? It's one hour. One hour oh, drive. that's not far at all. Yeah, not a far. It's it's part of the GTA. It's part of Toronto oh. GTA. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's part of Toronto. So it was, that's GTA, not bad yeah. at all. Uh, GTA, which is Great Toronto Area. Sorry. Great. Oh, yeah. great, great GTA. Great Toronto, Toronto Area. <laughs> Cambridge. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, BB, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was a pleasure Darren. having you. Follow up and stay in touch with you. One love. Thank you, bro. Oh, one love. Thank you as well. <laughs> On that note, don't forget to go to our website, thedjsessions.com. Find us on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Meta, Facebook, wherever you want to go to. Instagram, we're out there, The DJ Sessions. But the best place to go is thedjsessions.com. Also know that you can watch our shows live streaming on Roku, Amazon Fire, Google Play, and soon to be Apple TV. Visit us in VR land in the metaverse at our VR nightclubs on Altspace and download that mobile app.
guess what? All that information I just said, you don't have to remember it. Just go to our website, <laughs> thedjsessions.com. Coming in from Cambridge, Ontario, we got BB. I'm coming to you from, I'm Darren, coming to you from the virtual studios in Seattle, Washington for the DJ sessions, virtual sessions. And remember, on the DJ sessions, the music never stops. That's right.